Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Hello, hello. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg, and I am a NLP trainer, storytelling business coach, all things about sharing stories. And this is not going to be an easy one to do today, but I, here's the thing. We can't, we, I'm putting this on me for a second. I am a massive advocate in talking about sharing our stories and being real and being honest about who we are and what we're here to do. And so I can't, here's the thing. I can't just talk when it's comfortable. We can't just share our truth when it's comfortable. We can't just, you know, do the easy thing. We can, but I think a lot of us have been doing that for a long time and there has to be some change. So this is not going to be your typical bell. Let's talk day. Um, Let's see where this goes. If this message lands for you today and you feel called to share it, I appreciate it because there's something that I want to talk about that not a lot of people want to talk about. I have been sharing difficult, hard, shameful stories that have brought probably for the last six, seven years. And I'm a parent who dealt with teen substance abuse. I have a podcast. I have, I speak about it. I have written books. I have used my voice. And if there was ever a time that I feel called to use my voice, it is now. This is, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert at all, at all. I am a parent and I'm a human. And what's happening right now in Canada is appalling. It's appalling, absolutely appalling, in my opinion. And I realize that when we talk about difficult things, we stir up a lot and not everyone's going to agree with us. And I've had many a times where people have let me know that they don't agree with the messages and the things that I'm saying. And you're allowed. You're 100% allowed. You do not need to agree with everything that someone else is saying. And you, I, I have boundaries. So if you don't agree, that's completely fine. You don't have to be derogatory. You can just move on. I want to share this because I think it's really important as a parent who has dealt with really difficult situations and experiences for a number of years. I know that in Canada, our mental health system and support, it's been, it's lacking. Let's just call it that. I don't know what the answer is. I really don't know what the answer is, but I know that we've been in the situations where 
there have been times that people need help and need support and they can't get it. It's not available. Like this is all pre-pandemic, pre-pandemic. This is, this is resources that were not available. Um, opinions, um, thoughts, the amount of fighting that we've had to do in order to get help. And that is somebody who has been actively searching for help. And the one thing that has happened many times in Canada, people don't understand is that, um, nobody can get help unless they want help. And that makes sense, right? Logically, that does make sense. A person gets help because they want help. Now, two things have to happen. When they get to the point of wanting and needing help, it, it's great if there's actually help available when that's not always the case. And secondly, that people don't believe me when I say that this is real, but kids, and I'm gonna call them kids, under the ages of like between 12 and 18, they have rights, and as my husband's always said, that kids have all of the rights and no responsibility, and parents have all of the responsibility and zero rights, zero rights. I can say this, I've lived this, I've walked this for many years. So this is not me reading this and me, you know, trying to figure out, is this real? This is, this is part of the journey that we've walked. And so when we're in this space, you know, a person has to be wanting to get help. They have to be in that space and then hopefully resources are available. And then if they're not there and you're a parent and your kid needs help, you can't make them do it. And there will be people here going, well, that makes total sense because they have to want to want to get the help to create change. I get that. I do get it. But when you're dealing with mental health challenges, substance abuse, depression, you know, medical health, men, mental health diagnosis, their thought process plus let's go through hormonal changes, their teen changes, like they're supposed to make the logical decisions for themselves. So that's one issue. I think we're really broken here when it comes down to it is that that's one piece of it. So as a parent, I've walked the path of being in a position of knowing that I can't make things happen. I've had to learn to let go of control. And I know this is not a talk about control. This is just understanding that we don't have that control. And so I feel like I've seen so many things this past week going, oh my God, it's Bell Let's Talk Day. That's amazing. Listen, I give you credit if you're talking and sharing about these things, but what, like, I don't want to see another post that says millions of dollars that are actually put together because a bunch of people do hashtag Bell Let's Talk on one day of the year. Like, I don't want to see that because I walk the path firsthand and go, where's that money go? Like, where's the money actually going? I, I would love to know. I would love to know. And so to me, it's a bit of a trigger to see it as Bell Let's Talk Day. Anyways, it's a bit, a bit of a trigger because it's, it's, it's not a solution. Great. We're talking about mental health one day out of the year because we need to do so much more than that. But everything I'm talking and sharing, when I talk to you about, you know, not having the um, ability to speak and help our kids and get them help. And because of privacy laws and all these things. And that, listen, I understand. If you really do look at the research, they took the pendulum back in the 80s and gave kids more rights because there was a lot of kids who were in very unsafe situations. And typical Canada, we took it and we swung the pendulum all the way to the other side and went, oh, let's give them all the rights and then not have any adults be able to speak. And so anyways, that's another, that's not the whole story. But as, yeah, it's a trigger. It is a 100% trigger right now. 
So as I am sharing this, part of my trigger is that it's Bellette's talk day and I'm going to sit and watch a whole lot of people just talk and feel like they're all doing their part when it, there's no change to systems. Okay. Second, I don't want to see how many millions of dollars they generate tomorrow and do sweet nothing with it. Sweet nothing. Yeah. There's a balance that we have to develop and that we have to work through. Third, I have to go here today because a lot of people don't even realize that this is real. And I unfortunately know firsthand that this is real. And that's the MAID program. And that is the medically assisted in dying. And that is, I have it open right now because I want to be able to have the facts in front of me. This is the government of Canada website. This is not stuff I'm pulling off of, you know, Twitter and everything else. This is like actual facts here. And what this is, is, is that it's medical assistance in dying and people will assume, and, and, and I did it first when I first heard when you're end of life and you are suffering from cancer, you are unable to, you know, move debilitating. Um, there's a number of neurological diseases and that's your decision. And you're of sound mind to make those decisions that I get it. I do get it. It's just, and, and I realize that's a big can of worms. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that now this is going to be made available for mental health diagnosis. And it's going to be made available for kids from 18 years and older. Okay. 18 years. So can't legally buy alcohol, but you can decide to apply for the MAID program because you're suffering with mental health. Um, yeah, you can tell this gets me going. So as we sit here, like this is real and this is happening. And I can't even tell you many people have said that no way that's not possible. It is possible. It's happening. It's happening. So as of March 17th, these are the requirements for March 17th of this year. It's insane. And as parents, you should be honestly like, please share this. Please pass it on. Do whatever you need to do because the awareness needs to be there. I feel like our government literally just, mm, oh, let's, yeah, let's do that. And then we just put it out there and it's, and it's done and we haven't figured out any or put any like questions in place and procedures. So this is from, they must be 18 years of old, 18 years of age and capable of making healthcare decisions, have a grievous or irremediable, irremediable medical condition, make a voluntary request free from external pressure. Yeah. And give informed consent. That's it. So the process from what I am reading, and I am open. Listen, I'm not even trying to pretend that I'm an expert here. Okay, I'm not. I am just pulling from what I am seeing online, from the Government of Canada website, as well as from the CAMH website. And that is one that I'm going to tell you firsthand. I have had multiple conversations with the um, uh, CAMH website because they have been a source of support for us when we were in crisis. We've dealt with this for like, this has been a decade. We've been doing um, this kind of work. And actually, I really hesitated about even talking about this today because it's hard and it's heavy. It's hard and it's heavy, but I can't be an advocate. I'm, I am, I'm transparent, I'm real. I cannot be an advocate for using your voice and then only do it when it's comfortable. And only do it when it's, you know, it's easy 
because this is not an easy topic and we need people talking about it. So I've used this website multiple times and I've used their services many times for support when we were in this situation. So from what I can gain, what happens is I'm going to call them child because I still think we're, I still think at 18 years old, that's where we're at. Um, they are, they can go to their doctor and they can request to be part of the MAID program. And there is a delay period of up till 10 days. And what I can find online right now is that after, as of March 17th, 2023, so less than two months from now, um, that wait time period is gone. So you don't, you're not required to actually sit that 10 days. Um, it shows that the medication that they give you to end your life can be given through a doctor, through a nurse, nurse practitioner, or a pharmacist, which makes me assume you could pick it up and administer at home. If you're over 18, because of privacy laws in Canada, they do not have to share it with any of your relatives, your parents. It's it's a privacy law. And and I, I can tell you, I know firsthand that some of this is true. When our kids, when we were going through this firsthand, in the teen years, I couldn't even get, like, I couldn't get information. And so people would say, why don't you just go get your kids help? Well, that would be great, but we're not allowed to make an appointment for them. We can't make them go to the doctor over 13 years of age. I can't make them do anything. They have all of the rights and no responsibilities. So as a parent, like you might as well just duct tape my hands because that's literally how much I was able to do, which let me just share. Why do you think I started using my voice? Why do you think I started using my voice and sharing? Because it was the only thing I had left. There was nothing else. I went through police. I went through news. I, I've done it. I've done so many different things because my voice was the only thing that I could use. So again, a little bit intense right there. But I just want to share that piece. So this is already done. We're not talking about something that is maybe coming. This is here. Like this is here. And when I'm looking at the requirements and what's involved, there's still some great things about what they're saying they will do or not do. But it's by decreasing that that wait time, that that um, 10 day time, um, just think of, I can think of times when even older than 18, you might have been in a, in a, in a tough mental health spot, in a tough mental health spot where you thought, maybe this is what I, this is what I need to do. Like maybe this is, this is my option. And you don't have a lifetime to make that decision. It's really scary. It's really, really scary. And as I talk about that and share that, now understand that for the last two years, our medical system in Canada, our mental health system in Canada has been in crisis mode, absolute crisis mode, like delays, delays, delays. I get messages from parents a lot and people a lot who reach out and say, I've read your book. I've listened to the podcast. What else can I do? How do I handle this when I don't have control? It's really freaking hard. It's really hard. It's really hard to watch someone near you be in this self-destructive state and not be able to do anything. It's very hard. 
And so with all of the delays and things that we've, we've gone through and not being the mental health support available, somehow this is the solution that Canada, our government has come up with. This is the solution. Like as a parent, you should be outraged. I'm serious. You should be outraged. If your kid goes through a really tough mental health time, which, oh my God, who's not going to? Who's not going to? We need to build resources. We need to build support. We need to normalize that struggle and challenge is part of life. I'm sorry, it is. That mental toughness, that mental, it's a muscle. We build it. Some of my hardest times have been in this past year and I'm 52 years old. And they've been some of the hardest times. Without building those muscles, we can't deal with these experiences, these challenges, these rejections. We can't deal with it. We need to normalize that challenge is part of it. Like this is part of it. We, we have to find ways to support our youth. Yeah, the ripple effect of what it's going to occur, there's going to be a lot of, this makes me emotional, there's going to be a lot of lives lost that didn't need to happen. There's be a, there is. And I actually do feel, can I just for a second, I, I actually, I have friends who are physicians, I have friends who are nurses, I feel for them. Would you want to be the person who has to prescribe this and follow through on this and know that you can't talk to a parent? Would you? I wouldn't want to. I would not want to. So it's being administered down and all these people are responsible for it and, and they don't have a say. So as I sit here, I'm looking at it going like, it's, it's a bomb that's going to blow up and people are, we're kind of pretending it's not real. I can't even tell you how many conversations I've had in the last few weeks sharing that this is real and people go, no, that's no. That's not real. Where'd you read that on TikTok? And I'm like, no, it's actually on the government of Canada website. It's real. This is real. And these are the conversations that we're here to have. And these are the things that we, it's important to talk about. So with, with this, like, I don't, I don't know the answer. I, I actually don't know the answer. I can tell you this isn't it, but I, I don't know the answer. And when I think of how I have had to navigate through some of the most challenging times in dealing with my kids and almost losing them multiple times and being in a space of having to take care of myself, that led me down the path of um, NLP. And I say that neuro-linguistic programming. It led me down that path because my nervous system needed that support. It needed to be able to know how to regulate, to know how to take care of myself. I am going to be 53 and I'm still learning tools every single day with how to deal with my own mental health. Every single day, I'm still learning them. Every day. I am learning what's working and what's not. It, there's no way an 18-year-old can figure this stuff out on their own. They just can't. And expecting it is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I'm here to share that this is something that is coming, that it's actually here. It's already approved. The final details are rolling out. And when I got really scared about coming here to share this, because I've also, I'm not new to sharing my voice and sharing my story, not at all. Um, I've probably received the most amount of nasty messages 
in the last few months from people. And this is going to just open this up anymore. And I just say, bring it. It's fine. I don't even care if that's what I, I don't care. I don't care if this opens up the conversations more about difficult topics. Apparently this is what my soul signed up for. So this is what we're here to do. We will need to create support spaces. And I actually thank you for saying that too, because I also want to say that as parents, um, if you are feeling this or you're learning this for the first time or you're experiencing it, reach out and connect because um, I don't know what the answer is. We're going to have to create something. We're going to have to do something. This is, yeah, too many people are walking around asleep. Listen, it's really, really comfortable to sit back and go, that's not my problem. That's not my issue until it is, until it is, because it's going to happen. I have done 500, well, I've recorded probably 540 episodes on my podcast. And there is never a person that I interview who is not within two degrees separation of substance abuse, mental health, suicide, um, you name it, you name it. Any of the topics that nobody likes to talk about, they're all within that one to two degree separation. So what I'm saying is, is that it affects all of us. Even if you think this doesn't affect you, it does affect you because it's going to cross your path somewhere and it's never a problem until it's a problem. And this is going to affect and impact us more than we think, more than we think. And so again, I'm not an expert. I don't have all of the answers. I'm just a mom who has navigated really hard roads. And in order to get my footing, to find my voice, to share it, to make a difference. And I am sharing that this is real. The MADE program is real. And I'm in a space right now where um, I don't want to hear about Bell Let's Talk. It's going to hear, we're going to hear it all tomorrow. It's going to sound really good and all these things. But I don't want to hear about it from that standpoint and see that we've raised millions of dollars to go nowhere. Because I think I'm at a point where I'm done with like big corporations bringing in millions of dollars and doing sweet nothing with them. I'm, I'm done with nothing. And if you know me, I'm working really hard to keep the language clean because, because I anticipate this message is going to be shared and I know it is. Yeah. Let's actually talk. Let's, let's talk. You want to talk? Let's talk about what it's like when you have to navigate this as our kids, right? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, I realize I, I'm saying kids because I'm a parent, but I also have come across comments and stories of people who are veterans, who are in their 50s and 60s, who can't afford to live in their place. They can't afford to buy food. They have nowhere to go and they're applying for the MAID program. Okay, that's not any better than the 18-year-old who is struggling with mental health. Still wrong. It's all still wrong. Okay, it's all still wrong. And so many things that have been mismanaged in these last three years of um, the pandemic in Canada, that's all I'm talking about, um, has put us in this position. It's put us in this position financially. And it's, yeah, it's as somebody messaged me this morning going, lettuce is $8. Yeah, it's $8. Like it's, it's insane. It's so wrong. So this is not just affecting our kids. This is a program that is there that is being offered. Again, being offered. So I don't know what the answer is. If you have thoughts, I am open to sharing and talking more on this. 
because obviously this is a path that I'm supposed to walk. I know it. Um, and I meant to share and speak on. We can, even as humans, not just our kids, we can learn more tools to support ourselves mental health wise. We can learn and lean into spaces and receive support to support our own mental health. We can do things, okay? We can do things to help ourselves. I'm not saying that certain things, like obviously we, we there's some very serious mental health diagnosis. I'm, I've walked them, I've lived them, I understand. But we can also learn tools and it's our responsibility to learn those tools. And as parents, if you're listening to this, one of the things I will share from my story is there was my sitting on the floor moment where I was done mentally. I didn't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. I didn't want to watch this anymore. I didn't want to be part of it. And I remember hearing this voice saying like, stop, 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 because my way wasn't working. So I slowly started to crawl out of that hole and be able to speak and share my story, my truth, my voice. It has taken a lot of years and I've done it the hard way by muscling through it. The tools of NLP that I use now have helped me to support myself even more. So what I'm saying is, is we can learn tools to help ourselves in these situations. We can. We can learn tools. I Please tell me this is not the only answer and the only solution that's available. I hope not. I really hope not. So if it speaks to you, please share it. If it can support someone, please share it. And if you are a parent in this situation and you're learning something new for the first time and you're like, what the hell just happened? You like reach out and connect. I don't know what the answer is, but I think that we need more voices on this topic because it's very, very wrong on so many, so many levels. It's very wrong. So I appreciate your support, your messages. And I know this isn't going to be the last time that I talk about it. If you want more information, just look up made program in on the government of Canada website and you'll find it and you'll find it and you'll find the criteria and what's involved. And as a parent, if you have kids 18 and older and they have struggled with mental health, I really encourage you to look into this and what's available and what's happening because this is already done. This is happening coming March 17th in 2023. So thank you. Thank you for being here and for listening and for sharing and for being a source of support. I just want to give back and share that this is, that we don't have to do this alone. Okay. We don't have to do this alone. And this topic needs our voice. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.